Welcome into this edition of Collins and Big O on the bo- on the boys. My name is Adam Collins. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Collins CN, and I'm joined here by Big O Mitchell. You can find him on Twitter at Big O Mitchell. What are we gonna dive into first, Big O? Man, I'm all about some David Irving right now. Definitely, um, uh, definitely need to talk about David Irving. Man, honestly, everybody keeps talking about how you know we've got a pretty decent contract on him. Don't owe him a whole lot of money, so there's not a whole lot of risk there. To me, that's not the point. I'm personally tired of the bullshit, so I say get rid of him now. Show these guys in the locker room we're not putting up with it any longer. You want to act like an idiot? You want to be a distraction? You're gone. Uh, that is uh, definitely a uh, your opinion. I would say I'd like to keep him, but I can also see where you're coming from. I mean, we've given this guy so many chances, and it's like, He's so talented. He's almost a sack a game guy when he plays. If he could just stay on the field, he's an amazing, amazing player. He he really is. But I don't think he has the mental capability to do it. I really don't. I, I've said this several times. I mean, you've talked personally. I just see the stuff that he does on his Instagram, his his Snapchat, and the kid. Honestly, I I hate to bash a kid because I know he's young and I can't imagine how wild I would be if I had that kind of money at that age but David Irving is just not a very smart kid yeah and it seems like uh he's been on the Cowboys forever just because you see his name in the headlines every offseason he's only 24 he's only 24 years old but it's like is the guy ever going to grow up I honestly don't think he's going to and I don't like having that type of influence on this team because lord knows Zeke don't need anybody to show him any other bad habits he's already got plenty of his own uh, speaking of that, I've seen a lot of headlines lately. Zeke's taking a uh, leadership role, and I really like that. He is. I've seen that as well. Um, apparently, Alan Hearns, one of the main reasons that he actually signed, was the only person he's seen in the weight room was Dak Prescott, and Zeke was actually on the field doing his own personal workout on his own time. Yeah, so. I saw that when Hearns was landing in the helicopter – uh, Zeke was Zeke was there grinding on the field by himself. No one else was there. Like you said, Dak was in the locker room or in the uh, weight room. But it's just great to see. I mean, those two guys, that that's literally our team. We need those two guys to show up. Those guys are awesome. I think the defense will be fine. I mean, everybody makes too big of a deal to me personally out of four games. He's going to be out four games. That's not a lot of games to miss. I mean, four games means – very little to me as a Cowboy fan considering you can bank on Sean Lee missing three or four a year etc etc so me and you have talked about how uh how good we think our defense is going to be we're very young but I I I could see us we're going to take that next step this year and I think in two to three years we could have the best defense in the league with all our young DBs linebackers I mean we got Jalen Smith Leighton Vander Esch coming in Uh, if Sean Lee stays healthy that's an if every single year, but if he does, those three linebackers, that's deadly. Oh, absolutely, and I'm a little higher on Wilson than most people, but, uh, I mean, my pet cat, so to speak, I'll take that phrase from Patrick Walker, has always been Jalen Smith. I am completely amazed by his faith and dedication to get back to where he's at, to where he's not even having to wear the brace. Like, people have no idea how good that kid's going to be this year without that brace. Like, you saw the explosiveness he had last year at times. Yes, he took bad angles. Yes, he missed some tackles. That's his first time playing football in, like, two years. Of course, he's going to have some mistakes. 
But with that brace off, you're going to see more than explosiveness. Quarterbacks better watch out. And people said that Jalen Smith would never play again, and he's just proving all them wrong. Then once he once he came back and played again, they said, oh, he's never going to play without the brace again. Well, he proved exactly. them wrong again. And, and another thing that bothers me with the Jalen Smith critics is they talk about how he had this terrible bad year. He led the team in tackles for most of the season. A guy who hasn't played football in almost two years, he did not have a terrible season. He made typical rookie mistakes, but because he's a cowboy and he wears the star, everybody wants to over-dramatize how he played last year. Exactly. I, I thought he had a I thought he had about as good a season as I expected from him. What did people expect? Uh, a Sean Lee to come out and Jalen Smith? I mean, it's a rookie season. Exactly. Apparently, Jalen was supposed to have 120 tackles last year and go to the Pro Bowl <laughs> after not seeing the field for two years. I mean. It's crazy. All right, well, let's get into the main part of this. And you guys can ask questions whenever you want. Um, we are going to go game by game and predict the Dallas Cowboys 2018 record. So week one, in Carolina, playing the Panthers. What do you have in that? In Carolina, week one, I have us completely dominating the Panthers. Not even close. I agree. And what really makes me say that is I see a lot of experts uh, they've been doing their way too early predictions, and of course they do the Cowboys because it gets ratings. And uh, a lot of them have us getting dusted by the Panthers, and most of them are usually wrong. And I, I just think we match up well with the Panthers, and I think, I think those guys are still hungry from last year. I mean, nine and seven, missing Zeke six games, they're going to come out hungry, and I think we start one and zero in Carolina. Agreed. So week two, we have the New York Giants at home. What do you think? The New York football Giants at home. Well, it will be a close game because the Giants always play us close at home. But I can always count on my man Eli to throw a game-ending pick for us <laughs> to seal the deal. And a lot of people, a lot of people talking about Saquon Barkley. I think he'll have an all right rookie season. I don't know that Giants O line just doesn't seem. Got to have an offensive line exactly. to have a running back. I don't care if you draft Bo Jackson, Thurman Thomas, Emmett Smith. You ain't got no O line. It don't matter. Plus, are they really gonna? Are they really gonna uh, take away targets from OBJ? I mean, the Giants the past ten years with Eli, they literally run the ball like six to eight times a game. So they're gonna have to completely change their whole offense. And I'm thinking OBJ is not gonna not gonna be in favor of that. Yeah, he's not gonna settle for that. I'll look for some big time drama out of New York this year. Of course, there always is. But OBJ is gonna wind himself out of New York, in my opinion. I, I can definitely see. That. I mean. You can't request that much money as a wide receiver. It's just not worth it. The, Especially when you're not even that good. The only playoff game you've ever had, you have four crucial drops after being on a party boat that weekend. He's uh, he's pretty good at proposing to kicking nets. Hey, he is good at that. All right, so oh, we and uh, snorting cocaine off of hookers' <laughs> titties, which he wasn't even suspended for yet. Zeke gets six games, but that's another topic. Yeah, uh, OBJ, interesting guy. Um, so we agree on two and zero to start the season. 2-0. All right, so next we have at Seattle. A lot of people are still talking about the Seahawks as if they're the Seahawks from four years ago, but I just think they're – I just don't think they're the Seahawks anymore. They're just not that good. Yeah, Richard Sherman, he's gone. They have no running back. You have Earl Thomas, who may or may not be on the team once the season starts. Regardless, if he is on the team, he's not going to make that big 
wave of difference for them considering they have nobody without Sherman. Uh, Bobby Wagner's getting up there in years. We got Chris Richard. Um, I don't think that game will be close either. I don't either. I say Cowboys start 3-0. and I mean, I just – I think that's that's a good setup to start the season. And then, uh, very good. I think the season's going to play out favorably. Russell Wilson's decent, but he doesn't have a whole lot around him. Yeah, I feel bad for Russell Wilson. He's uh, speaking of terrible O lines, their line is horrendous. So they are wasting Russell Wilson right now without getting him any help. He's getting some Romo treatment. Yeah. All right, and then week four, it, the favorable. It's it just still favorable. We play the Detroit Lions at home. Uh, but I have to say another W. I'm going to have to say 4-0. I mean, we may sound like bandwagons. These just sound like favorable matchups. I'm going to be real. Now we're going to go at Houston. I'm going to say if they have Deshaun Watson, that's going to be a close game. I want to say the Cowboys will win, but I feel like we're going to lose one of these, so I'm going to say loss and start 4-1 and one on the season. Uh, I will agree with you. I think if Watson is healthy and he is the starting quarterback and J.J. Watt and Jadevian yes, Clowney are yeah. healthy on the other side of the football, they do beat us and we're 4-1. and one. I agree. Uh, and then we get the Jags at home. Jags coming off a great season, great defense. But uh, I think at home, I think we're going to be too much to handle. I'll take the Cowboys in that one to start 5-1. and one. Great defense, but you still got Blake Portals. And, uh, yeah, I said Portals because he's terrible. Uh, uh, I, don't even, I think, to me, that's going to be the shocker this year is the Jags were that team that everybody thought had a legit Super Bowl chance midway through the season. They hopped on that bandwagon. I think they fall way back this year because defensive and defensive coordinators have caught on to their game plan of the five-yard passes to the running back, the little screens. That stuff's not going to work this year. So we are going to say – make Bortles beat them deep, and he can't do that. So through six games, five and one, the Cowboys are, as we say. Um, next game is at the Redskins. I always just, to make it easier, I have a splitting with all division opponents. It could turn out we beat one team two times, lose two times, but usually about three and three is about what we do. Uh, to me, the Redskins are a dumpster fire. I don't feel like that'll be close. All right, so uh, you want to take the W on that one? I'm taking the W. All right, so six and one. Next game, man, this, this is the first time I really like looked at the schedule. I'm really liking how this looks. So six and one, and then we have the Titans at home. W. Titans are a tough team, but I don't think they can beat us. Mariota's not that good. Highly overrated. Same with Derrick Henry. We beat the Titans. Yep. I think they're gonna miss uh, Demarco Murray this year. They really didn't. They really they loved Henry too much, and they really I don't know. They should have respected DeMarco Murray more. He meant a lot to that offense, and they just kind of threw him to the side. Oh, absolutely, and everybody sees this big superstardom from Henry, and I, I just don't get it. I mean, he's fun to watch. He's a big bruising back. It reminds me of Marion Barber. He might have one or two good seasons. He's slow, though. Exactly. All right, next game at Philly. Much as I hate to say this, I'm going to take the L. They just have everything going for them right now. But as me and Big O have talked about in our podcasts uh, recently, this next offseason is going to be horrible for the Philadelphia Eagles because they just can't possibly re-sign everyone. There's no way with that salary cap. 
that they can re-sign. Usually this game is at Philly. Yeah, um, at Philly. Yeah, at Philly we're going to win. So I'm going to take the W here. We're going to lose at home to Philly. All right, you want to do – let's do the two Redskins games and the two uh, Eagles games. You say uh, two wins over the Redskins? Two dubs over the Skins. Alex Smith's garbage. Um, Eagles will split. All right, so that would be eight and two, nine and two if we beat the Titans. So now moving on to the next week, we would play the Atlanta Falcons at Atlanta. We're taking a lot of wins, so I'm going to say loss here. Just cause, I don't know. We might get that revenge from last year, though. That was horrible. As long as Chaz Green doesn't play, we have the chance. Right. I'm still going to go with Atlanta winning. Our secondary is greatly improved, but it's going to be hard to match up with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Sanu, and uh, Calvin Ridley. It's going to be tough to defend those guys. So we're going to say, I believe that's 9-3. and three. Um, and then we have the Redskins again. We already said that one. Uh, and then we have the Saints at home. Another tough matchup. I'm going to have to say L here as well to go 9-4. and four. What do you think? I'm going L as well. We struggle with backs like Kamara. I agree. Um, and then we have Philly again. We already said that. 9-4 uh, and four heading to Indianapolis. That's Third a W. We'll That's a W. Yeah, uh, ten and four, and then we go back home and have the Buccaneers at home. Another dumpster fire, easy win. Eleven and four, and then uh, last last game of the year, possibly uh, Sunday night football. Cowboys in New York to take on the Giants. Cowboys potentially, according to us, are eleven and four. Giants, who knows what they are? I am going to say we probably rest our starters because we've ah uh, we. It depends on how the Eagles are with the division. Um, I'll say by then we at least have the wild card locked up and we rest the starters. That's so what I'm thinking. Win. That's what I'm thinking. We finish 11-5. and five. That could possibly win the division. Possible division depending on what Philly does outside of the division. And Philly tends to struggle with the Giants and the Redskins. So, yeah. But I'd say we definitely lock up the wild card at least by then. So, uh, you heard it here first. Cowboys will go 11 and five in 2018, and uh, wild card spot possible division division uh, chance. And I'm, I'm gonna go one further on our predictions. Ezekiel Elliott will break the single season rushing record this year. Bold, but uh, I can see it happening. Any other bold predictions while we're just throwing them out there? Uh, Dak Prescott finds his groove again. He uh, likes these receivers. He's no longer having to force the ball to Dez. He makes the Pro Bowl again. Everyone, uh, last thing I want to touch on here, everyone has been crapping on our wide receiver core. I honestly love the group, and I don't know. Oh, same, same. I, I mean, people that people that don't uh, talk about the Cowboys and research the Cowboys day in, day out, just don't understand it, but this group is deep, and I, they may be a lot younger than they've been in the past, but I love this group at wide receiver. It's deep, it's athletic, and they actually know how to run some routes. Um, everybody's too attached to a big name. How many big names have won Super Bowls in the last few years? How many rings does Julio Jones have? How many rings does Randy Moss have? How many rings does Terrell Owens have? You don't win Super Bowls with big-name wide receivers. It just don't happen. Because they take up too much of the salary cap. They, uh, they, they take want up too much, too much money. salary cap, and they're too big of drama queens. They want the ball. 
don't matter if they're open or not, you're going to have to force it to them. And when you're forcing it like Dak did last year, your interception numbers are going to go up and your chances of winning the football game go down. Well, we are going to leave it at that. And stay tuned for um, a couple new podcasts this summer. We're going to talk about – I think we should just do our uh, 53-man roster. We can do a little research and uh, talk about who we think is going to make the 53-man. Sounds good to me. All right, thank you guys for watching. This has been Collins and Big O on the boys.